Welcome to episode 3 of the My Huan Lo Show! My name is Huan Song. And my name is Lopez. And thank you for tuning in. Alright. So much radio voice, eh? Song. So anyway. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Song. What are we, what are we gonna talk to uh, talk among ourselves today? Yeah, so for of course for today, uh, we are going to dive straight into the topic instead of uh, goofing around as usual. So Actually, I think you, I'm supposed to ask you, what, what are we supposed to talk about today? Well, we're going to take a trip down memory lane, back to the time when we are defending our countries, right? NS, and we are going to iron out some key issues that uh, our boys of that's currently going to ORD, that they are going to face. Yeah, because I think it's something that is close to our hearts, because at that point in time, we were really lost, and then I couldn't really find any advice online or... I have to keep going outside to find it. So uh, we hope that we can provide some value at here by sharing some of our experiences and, and the experiences of others as well. For sure. Uh, similar, likewise, when I was uh, back in trying to serve my serve uh, the national service, I mean, there's a lot of key issues to, to tackle. One, should I even go to university, right? If your grades allow it. And two, what course should I take? That's the key question right here. <laughs> What kind of degree courses you look at, you do a search over the internet, Google, you have gazillion, you got like degree in information technology and degree in information systems. Yeah. Then you'd be like, huh. I mean, it can even be for, for diploma, what diploma I want to take. Uh, even some people want to go to Shatech or vocational institutes or, or for myself, it's a private university. Right, right. Uh, ton, tons of questions and it's so confusing. It's a very confusing time. Definitely. And today what we're trying to do is uh, walk through some of the choices that we made uh, when we were in our position. If you're facing, if you're currently an individual that is trying to figure out what you want to do, don't worry, man. You're not, you're not alone. Everyone goes through this. Yeah, man. And we're going to provide, of course, at that point in time, how we felt, what were the choices we had and had, had to make. And now, looking back, what we should have done. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Uh, so, let, without further ado, man, let's, uh, let's give a little bit intro about, about our situation back then as well. And, uh, I th- and I hope that this will be of value to you guys. So, I'll, I'm going to start off. So, I came from Poly. I had a diploma in business studies and uh, when, I, when I was serving, I kind of had an idea that I wanted to pursue entrepreneurship but I do not know what sector or what kind of business I really want to do. I just know that I want to do something related to um, people. So I'm not sort of the guy that would like to sit behind a computer all day long and do, and do some menial tasks. But the problem is I do not really know uh, what kind of... Um, like industry that really interests me and I think that's a lot of problem with a lot of people nowadays and I guess that's normal even I'm still figuring figuring what I really want to do like specifically even though I have a rough idea so I think that's okay because life is a journey so I actually applied for um, the Bachelor of Business Administration which was very similar to my diploma in business studies I knew that I wanted to learn something to do with finance uh, because it's much more practical and something that that caused a lot of question mark in my head like hmm how does this finance thing really really work it could be also due to my family influence because my brother was in the finance sector um, 
but there were a lot of issues that I was trying to um, figure out as well. Uh, am I able to... Is the university course really something that I want to do? Is there any other way other than, the, than, than taking a degree? So for me, uh, I knew that I have to take a degree. So the question for me was, which university should I went? Between SMU, NUS, and, and whatever it is. So that was sort of a little bit background about myself. So what about you, Song? Is your background uh, similar to mine? Did you have a different concern than myself, than me? I think we have pretty dif different concerns. So I came from uh, JC, and then throughout my service time, I was, uh, so I'm a big fan of my dad. Like my dad is self-employed, so he gave me the idea that uh, I should go and do something on my own next time. So throughout my my uh, service, I was intellectually, intellectually very curious, so I knew that mm -hmm. I had to do my, I had to at least do a degree. It's like a bucket list thing that I had to take off. But at the same time, I was really confused as to what I should do. So I didn't have the privilege of having so many choice. So <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on, <laughs> Okay, okay. So, please, uh, please, I guess uh, my headache wasn't as big as yours, but it was nonetheless <laughs> still a headache. Right. I, I, uh, I was looking at several different degree courses at uh, private, private institutions. Uh, so, of course, then right, right. I was so young and clueless, right? Doing a bit of research on the various ones. I mean, locally, there is from MDIS to Kaplan. Mm -hmm. in, in SIM alone there's so many different ones like there was there's like what Warwick there's UOL there's RMIT there's okay, yeah, UB as well so many so it was very confusing for me then and ultimately I knew that I wanted to eventually do my own business because I like the flexibility of that I think I want to be like my dad you know so mm -hmm. with that with that goal in mind how how was I going to work backwards towards that? It was a very big challenge for me. I, w I did not know what I want to, what business I want to start, even though I want to start. And I thought, mm -hmm. since I can't answer that question first, let's do a degree and take a bit of time to, you know, find, learn new best practices from overseas or through various case studies, which uh, later on I will tell you whether or not um, it's useful. Uh, but yeah, I was very confused then. Uh, um, but I think your situation is also you went to university straight after <coughs> college. Mine, I had, I don't know, went to university after uh, national service. Yeah. I had a nine-month window before I started university. Yeah. Right, right. So what did you do in that nine-month window? Did you take the time to find out what you really, uh, really is interested in? And was it successful? Did it really help you, guide you to a certain way? So thinking back, uh, when I ORD, mm -hmm. I <clears throat> took the advice of my parents. Like my parents found that it's very hard to be an entrepreneur, to do your own stuff, so they wanted me to have an easier life, and they say, you know... Be a doctor. Yeah, the Asian uh, way. Be a doctor that can't study. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> but they wanted me to join a government body, okay. stat board, things like that. So in their impression, uh, you just go there, it's an iron rice bowl, you don't have to think so much, just go for it. So I took the advice, uh, so I... I, okay, before I took the advice, I was thinking, should I, should I do that or should I do like a interesting like a sales job? So, um, people always think that I should go and do a sales job for for whatever reason. I think so is. too. Mm -hmm. I, 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 okay, but so I told myself, okay, there's a nine month window. Why don't we just try both? So okay, <laughs> the first three months I went to do sales. 
I was selling shoes at Charles and Keith. I was selling alcohol at DFS. Yeah, I was just selling stuff. Like. And then, um, I mean, it's retail, right? So it's long hours. But during my off time, sometimes there were, you know, back in the day, sometimes when you're younger, it's a very cool thing to organize club events. Oh yeah, 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 for sure, so, for sure. So yeah, I was one of those guys like you know, uh, oh there's a oh guest list uh, just yeah, call one song uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whenever whenever there was an event at Zook Den, uh, or what's the name? Uh, oh my god, like but Butter Factory. Oh my god, oh. Butter Factory was gone. So whenever there was events, back then, and then back I would then, be yeah. uh, oh okay, uh, the go-to guy. Other than being operationally there, like, I was like, okay selling tickets. So I was holding banners, walking around Orchard Road. Is that why you were selling alcohol in DFS? Because it's a complimentary product. From your organizing people to go club, I don't know. I just had an opportunity. Hey, then at three AM, you tell your friends, "Let's go to the after party. <laughs> I can have cheap I, access I to DFS products." I I don't own DFS, uh, sorry, so I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was selling stuff, and then so basically, I, I re- I was really clueless. So I thought I stop stop thinking so much. I just go and do something. But I I, I mean anyway, I was so forced my parents to go and do something. Like, instead of idling at home after already, so I went to. Uh, throughout the process I of course learned that I really like to interact with people mm-hmm. so if I didn't go out to go and sell stuff I wouldn't know what exactly about sales I like so it did help you of course uh, yeah, yeah, guide yeah. you into a certain direction right to yeah. find out like to answer the question of what you really want to do it it's like a puzzle and then these mm-hmm. are the d- different pieces that, that fit in so of course even though you can say you like for example like sales what exactly do you like about sales and um, I mean sales is a whole process right there's uh, qualifying the lead there is uh, recognizing or not whether right, it's right, a right. fit creating need things like that yeah. so what exactly do you like about it yeah so that going out there and doing the job itself and being on the job gives you that exposure yeah of course you must take it seriously yeah. you don't go there and skype uh, then of course of then, course <laughs> so, so I think I think um <clears throat> What causes should I take or what but but, but the, there's a lot of people that with the, that do not know how to go about finding out what they really want to do, right? And yeah. then and that's why they're stuck in this position and they end up just doing something that it's either because of their parents' expectation, yeah, or they just think that oh it's way too practical to take this path, I'm not gonna dare to take any risks. Yeah. Right? So man, I mean what what should I do, man, if I'm lost, right? What, what was the first... What, going back in time, what would you have done? Would you have done the same thing? Would you have still went to look for jobs like the sales and the stat board in that nine months? What, what would your advice be to some of the people that have fa- are facing this issue now? Well, I think... I don't think there was any other way I could have found out what I like or didn't like to do. Right. Other than to try it. Um, I mean, that's the reason why we're doing this podcast as well because we couldn't really find readily available localized um, content that that helps us make decisions outlines uh, these outlines. issues isn't yeah. it so uh, yeah, I, I have to say there's no other way other than okay as long as you have an inclination towards a certain role pen it down uh, don't forget about it you are 20 years old you are really really young so pen it down uh, and know that you have this, this sort of interest and then see whether whether or not your friends doing doing the same thing or whether there's opportunities to pursue it, right? Just go for it, then. yeah. So one of the uh, key concerns as well that uh, face most people, other than not knowing what they want to do or what course should I take, 
for male is hmm should i sign on because you have all these career talks and promotions going on during your basic military training and the question pops to your head right oh my god should i sign on it's it's, it's really attractive you know the starting pay and the bonuses and officer scheme and specialty scheme and they promise you this promise you that you know and um what do you think about that, man? So, do you even think of uh, pursuing a career, signing on? I think this is a topic even for some of the ladies. Uh. Personally, I have uh, some female friends then. Mm-hmm. They were thinking of signing on. Of course, they were the very active, uh, pretty gung-ho ladies. Uh, they were also sort of struggling with it. I think this topic, personally for me, I did consider signing on. Oh, you uh, did? Yeah, I did. Okay, I did. okay. Uh, I would have... I was a garang so I was a garang soldier then. Uh. Garang means um, so uh, super super keen, super enthusiastic and, and enthusiastic. So, I had an inclination to sign on. Um, I didn't because eventually I wanted to be like my dad uh, to do to do my own thing. Um, right. Of course. Now that we look back, I've got plenty of friends that sign on, and they are all facing very different things in life, uh, You know. Most people that are working outside, they're looking at the next career move. You have to be more proactive and you have to be more independent in a way you want to how how do you want to chart your life and career? But then the people that sign on obviously they have their career and lives charted for them. They are looking forward to the next course, to that course, up rank, certain for, uh, <coughs> certain position to be taken and then hopefully they can get go for IPBT and hit certain milestones and then they get ranked. So it's a very, very different life that both are yeah, living on. It's, it's, yeah, I would say uh, I was considering and struggling between should I sign on as well. Of course, back then they promised me that they would at least sponsor your studies and that's very attractive. Yeah. Alongside with a money allowance and of course there's a bond that comes with it which is four years and I really, really sat down and considered it but then I asked myself and Looking back, I made the right decision because a military career just wouldn't suit my personality, right? And I think some of the, for you guys that are thinking and contemplating, you guys can ask yourself several things. What is the plan for you if uh, if you don't sign on? If you, if you don't have a military career, is that even a priority? If that's not your priority, maybe you should think twice, right? Because if you are lured in by the money, and just because of the rewards that they promise you and the money, I think you will be unhappy in the long run. Even though whatever amount, whatever scheme you sign, you get a lump sum or not, uh, it has to align with your career long term. And for officers, for example, you need up to 50 years of age for that scheme. So what's after 50 years? You also have to consider that. And another factor would be if you decide to leave after five years in the force, what do you want to do? First of all, you might not be that employable compared to someone out in the private market. And I think that's very, very practical. Think about it, right? So I'm not sure if you agree with me. And if you plan to stay in the force, are you able to stay, are you able to stay in the force long enough? Right? So these are all questions that I think you should iron out personally into each of your family contacts. However, what I feel is that if you feel that you might not have the personality or trait or you wouldn't be that comfortable going out to a private sector and work and you prefer structure, you prefer, you value stability a lot and you prioritize a lot about 
stability, settling down early in your life. I'm talking about 21, 22, wanting to get married in a house and yeah. providing for your parents who yeah. actually... Or you have some severe financial difficulty. Yeah, you need to pay off loans or you need to be there for your, for your family. Right, and yes, it is not a bad thing to consider a career in the military because it's very stable. Yeah. It provides you... Uh, it's definitely sufficient for you to tie through difficult times in terms of financial difficulty. Yeah, in the five years and you can... You know what to expect. You know when to expect what. So right. that's something that in the private sector you... More often than not, you might not be able to expect that. Yeah, Plus, definitely, man. Yeah, some of the other um, considerations as well. Let's say if you are signing on as a combat officer, you have to think about injury. Do you already have a history of injury? So I've got friends that sign on in the special forces. So obviously, their track is very different. Right. Um, they have to be physically fit, lah, because the minute right. they down pass. You know, your risk pay, you can't go on overseas mission, you can't do anything. You're basically as good as out. So you have to factor that in. You also have to factor in if your vocation requires you to... So I was in the Navy. If your vocation requires you to be uh, overseas or on board a ship for half a year at a time or months at a time, uh, are you are you comfortable with, with, with leaving home? Leaving your... Maybe if you started a family, are you okay with not being there for your, for your kid things like that and then of course I think the number one thing is um, the environment is so comfortable that you have no there's no incentive for you to plan and think about what you should do next because you're just following following what you need to do man yeah. every day uh, you know and you know what you need to do and you just need to do it in the army or in yeah. the navy or in the air force so you have to have that resp- responsibility and you need to have that chip on your shoulder or fire in you to say okay I need to have my I don't know five year plan done my four year plan done so that at the end of the day you can be responsible not only for yourself but for your family let's say if you are going to big born at the fifth year or ten year mark things like that yeah right so so now now that we uh, I want to go back a little bit about the university courses right because you came from a private university and yeah. I and I had the opportunity to go through a local university. So uh, uh, how did you eventually make the choices to to make the choice to study at uh, UOL among the abundance of private university choice? Yeah, that's a great question. I think at that point in time I was really really confused. I was looking for someone to guide me. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I had to uh, get my hands dirty and find out along the way. So now looking back, talking about the private university, um, mm-hmm. now that we can exclude SUSS, yeah. generally there is a common consensus that even in the private university, there's a ranking system. Huh, yeah. wow, okay. So I don't know whether I should name the universities, but there are certain universities that are deemed better okay. than, than others. But to me, at the end of the day, it boils down to how many students are coming out from that school. So because it's private, right, then they'll have more revenue, then they'll have more marketing dollars, and they will also have a tendency to have, because the, the proportion is bigger, they'll have more success case stories. Uh, case Makes studies, sense. But yeah. this is all from your personal experience, right? Yeah. Right. So at that point in time, of course, I was deciding between, uh, I wanted to do a business, right? So uh, me being young and clueless, I thought I should do a business degree. Like. <laughs> Somewhere, <laughs> literally. Uh, well, um, it's quite practical. Yeah. So, I was thinking between business, or should I take a more, uh, 
knowledgeable degree like economics and finance or economics and management but both are pretty broad isn't it they are very broad and I felt maybe I should go for a more holistic degree like eventually I went for business because uh, I was from the University of London program it allowed me more flexibility so I could choose pick and choose more modules as opposed to the uh, economics and finance degree the, 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 the bigger topic so the bigger degrees require you to have more rigid credits because, because it's economics and finance right you have to clear more credits as opposed to just a business got it yeah so you have to clear a lot of uh, mandatory credits Th- this is more. from the perspective of if you're thinking of taking UOL right yes correct right. Right. okay so that's that of course um, at the end of the day it's about the environment I think for me you need to pick the environment that suits you the best after all even if you're doing part time or full time it's still Wow, it's still many many hours of your time. It's still an investment at the yeah. end of the day, man. And then if you're doing part time, can you imagine after work you go, you're so tired, and then can you can you imagine going to a going to a school that you hate to go even after a long day of work? It's really really torturous and torturing. Like, you don't yeah, want to yeah. go through that. So pick an environment that you know it's a brand, it's a school brand that you don't feel like so bad. And okay, even if you feel like it's very bad, pick one at least that's maybe nearer to your home or nearer to your workplace. So that it's easier for you to go there, and then of course, if you have friends there, it, it make, makes it more enticing to go. Then do that as well, yeah. mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. pick a degree course according to what you foresee yourself doing in the future. That that is a that is my advice, like, So that along the way in your career later on, you can always spin off what you have studied to match to what the employers want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds sounds good advice. Yeah, that, I mean. Oh, it was a big headache. Of, of course, a lot of my friends, they didn't even bother to research. They just, they just, oh, last day of uh, registration, they just went down, randomly pick a degree, and, and did it. There, there are people like that, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Uh, you should not, not do that. You should at least have an interest in studying the course that you apply to, and not just pick any course, because... No matter what, man, if you have some, if you have interest in what you're doing, the chances of you succeeding in that area is higher. Way greater, yeah, yeah. So similar for, I think, local universities, I can speak for um, those people who are considering which university for locally. SMU, NUS, NTU, right now you have the new SUSS. I think when I when I was considering <coughs> which, SIT which, alright let's not forget SIT and, and uh, SUTD oh see there's, there's a whole bunch of choice yeah, right privacy was so tough oh my god it's so tough <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it is so for myself um, looking back I realised that you know the brand of university it matters sure maybe where's the location of the university it matters probably right it matters greatly depending on your personal context. But I feel what's more important is you got to choose a university locally, right, that appeals to you personally. And it doesn't matter whether it's NTU, NUS, or SMU, right? It's not about how much value the organization gives to you, but rather how much you can take out of it, how much you you push yourself to get how get the, the, the education, get the most out of your education, the most bang for your buck in terms of like investment dollars because university fees are not getting cheap man yeah man yearly so that, that's for me and I feel that uh, I was interested in the overseas college program that NUS had to offer even though NTU had a three year course instead of an NUS um, four year honors right, program yeah. so ultimately man I made that choice and whatever choice that you that you make 
don't regret and don't look back, man. You know. Oh, that's a, that's a some wise words there. Of course. How about location? I mean, there's even a name for NTU, right? Uh, Pulau. It's called Pulau, Pulau NTU, NTU, right? So far away, it's like an island on its own. Yeah, location really does matters. But there's always hall and residential colleges for you to stay in. And right. if the if what if you are enjoying your school environment, you wouldn't really mind a little bit of that distance. I think. But having said that, I'm not going to be a hypocrite and say that NTU is my first choice. <laughs> it's way too far for me. I stay another side of the island. So, uh, but anyway, before we end off, so I, I just want to share something crazy. I came across this uh, individual who doesn't know what he wants to do, but he was deciding between a nursing degree from NUS, which is prestigious, right? Mm-hmm. Versus a banking and finance degree from a university like SIM. And in the end, he chose. Okay, you guess what? What? What, what do you think? What do you think he did? No way, lah! Come on, we are talking about <clears throat> becoming a nurse just for the prestige. Yes, he actually chose to be a nurse just because he's from NUS. What wow, that is crazy, man! You know what nurses do? I really salute nurses. So, he's willing to go through, like, literally shit, right? To yes. get the to get the prestige. Yes. But that's a very common conundrum floating across uh, society now, right? Of course, whether or not you should go for a prestigious school versus uh, someone something that is more practical, more practical, like a banking finance degree, right? Was, that was a course that you mentioned, but right. from a less right. well-known school. I mean, it's quite quite crazy. Right? I mean, that is something that also makes sure that you know, the Harvards, the Stanfords, the MITs, right. the Oxfords stay in place and stay at top of the ranking because this mentality obviously is I understand man but here we're talking about a completely different career track I mean I don't know about you man but going through nursing job is not something that it's that uh, not everyone is willing to do and depending on perspective he is really valuing prestige so much that I think it's not healthy it's not it could not be the right choice Okay, I <laughs> have to say that I'll back to defer a little bit. Okay. And back then, I was given a choice to uh, decide between a engineering uh, degree at a local university and I would have... Okay, sorry. If I was given a choice, okay. I would have taken it up. For the engineering course. Yes. At, at and all my peers know, me, know that when it comes to math, right, you might as well talk to the wall better than talking to me. But I would still have gone <laughs> for engineering. Because I, I think for me, prestige uh, is something that speaks beyond just uh, academic uh, scores. It speaks to caliber, it speaks to heritage, it speaks to, you know, you're from this school, you must know, uh, you must have certain traits that this school has, you must have certain attributes, you know. So for me, I thought I would choose prestige over practicality. Yourself? Nah, man, I, I think prestige is overrated, even though it's, it's very useful in our society like Singapore, but at the end of the day, it's all about how happy you are, you know? Like, in the sense, if you're happy taking the course that interests you, that's my my main principle in how I do things and choose things, especially when it comes to career matters and stuff like that. It's all about whether the cause is something that you that interests you, no matter where it is from. I understand, man. If you wanna, if you wanna choose a course from a very prestigious school that you have less interest in, but if there's a course that I think 
it's a, if there's a course that interests you more, mm. however, it comes from a less prestigious institution, you should choose that course for me, hands down. Reason being is because you are more happy doing it and you're going to be more su- successful at it. And down the road in your career, when you are more successful in something that interests you, you're bound, you set yourself up for greater happiness and satisfaction. Why not do a prestigious degree but then mm. the practical skills you learn outside lah. Isn't it better? You get both, the best of both worlds. But still go for the prestigious degree. Because you know what, when you go for interviews... But why time, if you fail? Why if you fail? Because you it doesn't fucking interest you, man. Like if I were to do... Uh, let's see, if I were to do... Political science at Harvard, right? Super, super prestigious compared to a business degree that interests me more in NUS. I'm not trying to say NUS lose out to Harvard, but that's another conversation for another time. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't... I think I might drop out of the political science uh, course, man, in Harvard. But you know what? This... This for uh, listeners that listen to our previous uh, podcast. You know what? My friends who did badly in uh, lo- local universities, they linked up to their career services. <laughs> Bam! They got top jobs at the top companies. So you know what? Uh, prestigious prestige that does matter. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But I, I mean, we're going to argue and the cows come home, man. Yeah. I mean, but we ah. just hope that uh, what we discussed today is of value to you guys. Feel free to email us at show at gmail.com to share with us about your stories or even some of the questions you have pertaining to this week's uh, topic. Yeah, feel free to share with us because it can be a very trying time. You know, you're, you're young, you need guidance, you're clueless. Like, nobody expects you to, to know everything, but you are somehow placed in a position that you need to decide uh, what you need to do. And if you feel like it's a very important decision that could shape the rest of your life, you know, feel free to let us know some of your concerns. Feel free to let us know if you want us to cover certain things. If, if, if we are not subject matter experts, we can go out and find people who are as well. So we are here to really d- drive down to uh, create things that value add uh, you guys. Yeah. yeah, man. So with that in mind, we hope you guys have a great weekend and to we'll see you next time. But um, by the time we publish this, it might not be a weekend. <laughs> <laughs>